Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on January 1st for the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, 11 a.m. Mass at St. Boniface Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. The readings can be found at usccb.org forward slash Bible forward slash readings. There you will also find links to listen to the readings and watch video reflections on the readings. I encourage you to check those out. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. If you're like me, from time to time you are asked, or, or at least uh, the question is presented, you know, why do you Catholics worship Mary so much? Why do you think so much of Mary? And, well, I have a couple of answers that might surprise you, uh, but uh, there's a reason for that, of course. Uh, first and foremost is that she is the mother of God. Now that title is a very important title in which the early church spent quite a bit of time and consternation. There was even physical altercations between theologians, if you can imagine that, uh, theologians fighting physically one another because they had an opinion about whether or not Mary should be called the mother of God. That specific title in Greek is Theotokos. Theo meaning God, Tokos, uh, mother, and so mother of God. Many, um, uh, not the majority, but, but some wanted uh, to call Mary Christokos, the mother of Christ. But Theotokos won out uh, because from the moment of Christ's conception, God and man fully, Emmanuel, God is with us, was within the Virgin Mary, which itself is a contradiction. Not only does a virgin give birth, but a woman gives birth to her own creator, God itself, that she contains within her infinity. It's a contradiction, and it's difficult to understand, which is why we come back to Mary time and time again. So that's one reason, because she is the mother of God, which is her uh, primordial uh, feast day. And so today is the, 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 the first among all of the Mary uh, celebrations. The other reason, which is a bit more down to earth, I think, is because well, that's what Jesus wanted to do. Jesus, God himself, could have simply appeared. Poof. There he is. He's come to save us. He has arrived. He's here. He's amongst us. Or, to, to put it a different way perhaps, God simply could have decided, I'm not messing with you all. I'm done. I'm done with your antics. I'm done with your silliness. I'm just going to do my thing and leave you all to it. Instead of doing all those other things that God could have done, God chose to be born of a woman. And her yes to that, because God doesn't make a slave out of anyone, including his own mother. And so because of that, 
we have this closeness to God. The reality that a human being held within her, God and God's self, God made man, we have this closeness to the divinity. There is a horrid, horrid, horrid hymn. I'm sure Bill would agree with me. It's absolutely terrible. Mary, did you know? Can't stand it. Cannot stand it at all. Because she did know. She said yes. She didn't know in such a way that she could have written it all down. Said this is exactly the way things are going to happen. But she knew. She knew. She wasn't surprised when things took place. Let's put it that way. She knew in her heart who Christ was and what he had come to do. The antithesis of that hymn is something I've been listening to a lot lately, and I highly encourage you uh, to, uh, perhaps on your way home, uh, to, uh, to, to pull this up if you have the capability and, and have a listen to uh, another hymn. It's called uh, You're Here. You're Here. It's by a young woman named Francesca Battistelli. If she's not Catholic, she needs to be. I mean, with a name like that, I mean, you've got to be Catholic, I would think. Uh, but her, this hymn, this song, uh, You're Here, is from Mary's perspective at the birth of her son. And she is contemplating on looking into the eyes of her son, who she had just given birth to, but those eyes were also the eyes that knew her before she was even conceived, before she was born. The great contradiction that exists there. Oftentimes, uh, we are challenged by the contradictions of our faith, but I challenge you with the reality that it's within those contradictions that the beauty exists. The beauty is in the contradiction. That this woman, this 14-year-old girl, gave birth to a child, looked into his eyes, and saw the face of her creator. It, it goes on to talk about his tiny hands and, and, and all of those other uh, aspects in which a, a mother would awe in her child. Uh, it's one of the few things that can make me tear up. Uh, I, I highly encourage you uh, to have a listen to this song. Uh, but it ends, and this is why I think she must be Catholic, it ends not explicitly, but implicitly, with a Eucharistic theme. She talks about how she knows that one day Jesus will leave us, that he will ascend back to heaven, that she knows this. As his mother, she knows that he will leave us one day, but that he's still here. Whether or not we receive the Eucharist in our hands or on our tongue, we hold within our hearts that same reality, that contradiction that we too receive God made man, Emmanuel. We have the capacity to hold God in our hands the same way that Mary, the mother of God, held Jesus in her hands. 
We celebrate those beautiful contradictions. We marvel at God's love for us. Mary's yes enabled us to do just that, to hold Jesus Christ in the form of the Eucharist and to receive him just as Mary received him at his birth. enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.